Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com, presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504 260 1061. Now, here's your host, University of New Orleans play by play voice, Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio New Orleans. Hey, 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 two for the price of one. Well, it's free, right? Gotta love Terrestrial Radio. Gotta love the chance to talk New Orleans sports with you for a second straight night here on All Access and one voice of New Orleans athletics, the privateers that is. We'll get a chance to speak to another as the conference tournament for UNO starts tomorrow, conference championship week in college baseball, and we'll have all those games for you live right here on 106.1 FM starting with tomorrow, and I heard the end of Eric Asher's show. It is definite that tomorrow UNO is slated to take on Lamar with first pitch at 2.30, so we'll have pregame at 2.15. Weather permitting, although the forecast, fingers crossed, looks pretty good in Lake Charles this week. To talk about the tournament, the privateers, the Southland College Baseball at all, pleased to be joined in a moment by Emmanuel Peppis, who will bring you the call as he does all baseball season here on 106.1 of every pitch of UNO Baseball coming up on the campus of McNeese State University. McNeese hosts the tournament, but they're playing right now or about to get underway in what is a play-in game, a single elimination game, to be able to qualify as the final team in a six-team double elimination bracket. They are taking on A&M Corpus Christi. And again, that one just getting underway. That doesn't affect... UNO and their status tomorrow as the four seed taking on number three, Lamar. Both teams with the same record in conference play, but Lamar will be the home team designated in the game because they were able to win two out of three over UNO in the regular season, not too far away from Lake Charles. In Beaumont, in Lake Chuck right now is Emmanuel Peppas, and he joins us now. Manny, I appreciate you being able to take a little bit out of your time and preparation for what I'm sure you hope is an extremely long and busy week over there in southwest Louisiana. Absolutely. That's that's the hope, and uh, always a pleasure to join you, Jude. Well, I know there's some excitement 
uh, with these privateers right now because, yeah, they wound up being the four seed in a very tightly bunched conference, but they finished the regular season awfully strong. Head coach Blake Dean with the most wins ever at the helm of the privateers as they finished 33-22 and 22 going into the postseason. But it's the confidence-building end of the regular season that was so important. Home or away, this team's really carried by its offense and the offense delivered some big weekend series wins down the stretch. So the belief has to be pretty high for those guys right now heading into play tomorrow, right? It certainly is. You look at winning the last four weekends, winning 11 of the last 17 road games after, albeit against tough competition, they did struggle on the road earlier in the season. This team is starting to play with a higher level of consistency, especially at the plate. They've always been able to hit, but it just seems like the hitting has gotten even better and better. They're hitting over 300 in the month of May when they're 8-3. and three. And then you go to Brandon Mitchell. I mean, you look for that tone setter, of course, in double elimination in these conference tournaments, especially when it's so up for grabs. And Mitchell, who's going to be getting the ball to start tomorrow for the privateers, he has been as consistent as they come in. Uh, In a a season where uh, the pitching has just been, you just be able to, Try to find somebody that can give you length. Brandon has been able to give you that throughout the season, throwing 90 innings. I believe in his last nine starts, he's only gone fewer than six innings uh, once, and he's had four complete games this year. So uh, it's certainly a great tone setter when you look to, to get on the right side and get started out right in this conference tournament against a very tough Lamar team. That senior left-hander Mitchell in his final season with the Privateers. Not a guy with overpowering stuff, but he's able to go deep into games because of his ability to locate. When he's on, he generates a lot of ground balls. And one of those complete games you mentioned, man, he came against the opponent tomorrow, Lamar, going nine innings on the road for a win against a Lamar team that's pretty much carried by its pitching, right? And a tough customer tomorrow for UNO to face, a left-hander for the Cardinals and Jacob Ellis. Yeah, it, it is. And and you look at Mitchell, first of all, going to him, and yes, that sinker ball has generated a lot of ground balls, as you said. Uh, but I think what's elevated him to even another level is uh, the, the effectiveness and the ability to locate that breaking ball, not only to be able to throw it for a strike, but uh, really to, to make it a, a little bit more deceptive as well and kind of pitch off of that and use it as, as a really quality second pitch uh, that, that really can kind of keep hitters off balance. Yeah, Lamar certainly is carried by their arms. They had a sub-4 ERA, obviously very good in, uh, uh, when you look at this uh, Southland Conference and how it's kind of played out. Uh, they do have Ryan Snell, who's really kind of the centerpiece of their offense who was the player of the year. They certainly have other capable hitters as well, but make no mistake about it, Lamar's strength definitely lies with their pitching. So maybe runs at a premium tomorrow. I know the privateers play a little bit of small ball, but they've got a productive offense, a lot of power and extra base hits. So it'll be interesting to see how Blake Dean plays it because Lamar being maybe a unique opponent, not to say that teams like Nichols, Northwestern State, don't have solid pitching in this tournament because they do. But offense tends to carry the day for most of the teams in this tournament. You got to outslug people. You want to well-equipped to do that, but maybe not necessarily because, you know, the challenge you face with Ellis and a pretty good bullpen. Yeah, certainly uh, starting with Ellis. I mean, he's a guy that uh, Tristan Moore did homer off him the first time that uh, that we faced him. Uh, but overall, he was able to kind of settle things down after a little bit of a rocky start. He wound up going seven innings, uh, only giving up two runs. 
he, he did kind of struggle down the stretch. I mean, you look at his numbers, and uh, really he was a lot more effective earlier in the season. Uh, he did have a great start against HCU to close out the year, five and two-thirds. Uh, he struck out eight. I believe he only gave up one run in that start. Uh, but you look at a lot of his other starts between uh, those two, and uh, there were some others where the walk numbers were a little bit elevated. Not sure what kind of happened with Ellis along the way, uh, but from certainly from somebody that we saw, a guy that could really move that fastball out, uh, around, has some good life on it. And, and at the end of the day, it's no secret he throws multiple pitches for strikes, and, and that's going to be tough on any lineup. We'll get into the rest of the field in a moment, but simply for the privateers, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say staying out of the loser's bracket may be more important to them than most in the tournament because after Mitchell, there are some question marks about the overall depth and reliability of the pitching staff available, and once you go into the loser's bracket and you have to play multiple games to dig your way back out of it, uh, that might be a bridge too far for this team. Uh, Manuel, talk about those some pitchers that have gained confidence here late in the season that have helped the privateers put together these winning weekends because things have gotten better in that area because they've rotated different guys out there and given them chances. Some have responded, and the guy who was supposed to be the ace of the staff, Tyler LeBlanc, seems like he's getting closer and closer to being back to somebody that they're going to need to pitch well this week as well. Absolutely, and that's going to be one of the headliners that you talk about. If this team is really going to make a run and have a potential of sticking around to Saturday and have a potential to hoist that conference championship on Saturday um, on Saturday in Lake Charles, it, that's going to be one of the guys. And you talk about him, and you talk about a Colton Mercer as well. Other guys, they, they've been able to uh, mix and match when they've had bullpen days as well. And when you look at tomorrow, uh, regardless of if they win or lose, it might be a bullpen day where you look at a Jack Williams potentially uh, could get a starter or somebody as kind of an opener, uh, depending on who you play what the matchup is as well. So there's a lot of different ways that this pitching staff can go. Uh, Really, at the end of it, it comes down to can those guys that you've expected to give you length uh, and and, and effectiveness, can those guys now step up in this type of format here? And that includes, of course, LeBlanc. uh, That includes Mercer. And another guy that's really kind of flown under the radar, he had a tough start to the year, but he was one of the guys who was uh, in that starting rotation mix. Jose Cabrera has started to pitch a lot better here these last few weeks of the season. Anytime he's been called upon, he had a couple of important innings in that Friday game against Nichols when things were very rocky early on. He kind of settled things down. He's starting to gain some confidence as well, and hopefully he's another guy who takes it forward into the tournament because he's somebody else that you can rely on for multiple innings. You referenced Tristan Moore, a hitter of the year for UNO for the second straight year in the Southland Conference. Of course, Pierce Howard there for many seasons, partially because of COVID, but an outstanding hitter. And then you're able to bring in, when you're Blake Dean and the staff, somebody as potent as Tristan Moore, another uh, banger from the left side of the plate, 19 home runs. Such an outstanding hitter. He's got power to all fields, and he's really the centerpiece of a pretty good lineup. It's not often when we talk about a left-hander having maybe better power to the opposite field than he does to the pole side, but that's really kind of what you talk about with Tristan. A lot of his power this year, and when you look back at those 19 home runs, a lot of them you're going to see are kind of left, left center. Uh, he really has power to all fields, but I think his power is even greater to the opposite field, which I think is kind of rare when you're talking about, especially with a left-hand hitter, but 
He's certainly been tremendous this year. Actually did not start about the first four or five games of the season. Uh, this, this was a team that, of course, had a lot of options and just tried to figure out a lineup that was going to be cohesive and productive on a day-in, day-out basis. And Tristan got his uh, opportunity. I believe he had two doubles in his first start, and he never looked back. Also some production in the lineup from somebody who was a second-team all-conference performer in right fielder Mitchell Sanford, one point at LSU, South Alabama as well. Another key player in the cleanup spot for most of the second half of the season from the left-hand side of the plate. All-conference second baseman for the second year in a row for UNO. Amani Larry transfers to Mississippi State. Tyler Bischke moves over from short and has an excellent season. But this UNO team, I, I know you wanted to make a comment on it. And I know you have to be careful how you make a comment on it, but uh, there was an issue or two last year where on the all-defensive team in the Southland, there were some head-scratchers, including Larry not being on it. This year, you've got a shortstop in Caston Fur, who has played pretty much every game. He made an error in the second game of the season. He didn't make another error all year. And you're telling me that somebody who played over 50 games at the toughest position in the field made one error, and it wasn't like he was stuck in uh, cement blocks and wasn't making plays all over the place as well. He wasn't all conference on the defensive side. I know you weren't happy about that, sir. Yeah, and, and nobody was. And look, uh, first of all, Parker Cadu, who wound up getting you know the the nod at all defensive at shortstop, he, he's a fine player, great range. Nothing against him, but you you look at pure numbers. And Gaston Fur had, like you said, one error all season. Parker Cadu at Nichols had eleven. Uh, Fur had fourteen more double plays that he was in on. Uh, and, and like you said, the plays that he made, and Cadu's got great range as well, but Fur made some really spectacular plays all year. And it, it's one thing when you get to these uh, superlatives and you get to the postseason voting, and I know it's subjective, and, and you look at numbers, and some people will value one thing over, over another when you're talking about all-conference or you know when you're talking about all-defensive, okay, maybe somebody will value more double plays turn versus number of errors or, or what have you. Uh, but when it's it's that wide of a disparity, then you're left scratching your head as like, well, wait a minute, uh, it, one is a lot less than eleven, and you know a, a fielding percentage of nine ninety six is a lot greater than nine fifty four, and thirty seven is a lot greater than twenty three. Uh, I mean, what are what are we doing here at that point? So, and uh, nothing against Parker to do. He is he is a fantastic shortstop and a great defensive shortstop. But Caston uh, Fur was absolutely the best defensive shortstop by far in the conference. Now let's give a little love to those Nichols Colonels. First conference championship ever. Mike Silva has done an outstanding job in his two years at the helm of the Colonels. Uh, I mean, I'm just blown away with what a solid overall team that they are. Uh, UNO did take two out of three of them this past weekend, uh, but the privateers really needed that final game more while Nichols had already celebrated clinching that conference title. Uh, but when they were locked in, their ability to help themselves in every phase of the game, they're just so fundamentally sound, and they've got some good pitching depth too. Consistency. I mean, uh, the in a league that was so up and down where you had so many teams kind of come and go and, you know, they had good stretches and bad stretches. Nichols was the only team that maintained that level. Uh, you could say from game one uh, pretty much to game 23, uh, of course, I'm discounting game 24 because, like you said, it didn't really matter. They had everything wrapped up, uh, but they continued it the whole way. 
uh, through conference play. And, and that's a, a testament, first of all, to Coach Silva, like you mentioned, who, uh, who won Coach of the Year and, and deservedly so. Uh, but you look at this team as well, and, and it's a veteran team. When you talk about guys like Zane Washington who have been around, uh, we mentioned Kadu who's been around as well. Uh, you mentioned some of the pitchers also who have, uh, who have been around. Tyler Terrio has been a guy uh, who's been around. But then you add in a guy like Jacob Mayers, uh, who was a phenomenal freshman. Uh, it just was basically blowing everybody away with – uh, velocity that you don't really see in the Southland Conference, and uh, he wound up leading the conference in strikeouts in the regular season with 92. Uh, you add somebody like that to the mix as well, to already a veteran-laden lineup and a pitching staff that has just been very solid and, and pitch to contact a lot of pitch uh, to contact guys outside the mayors, uh, but very effective in their jobs, and uh, they were at the end of the day the most consistent, and that's what won the conference in the regular season for them. The number one seed Nichols will play the winner of tonight's play-in game, which McNeese already leads two to nothing after one inning uh, on their home field, of course, and they have the pitcher of the year in the conference and Grant Rogers on the hill. So we could have four Louisiana teams out of six in the main bracket playing off for that automatic bid. Northwestern State is the fifth seed. They'll play number two UIW to start things off tomorrow. Then it's UNO and Lamar right here on 106.1, scheduled for 2.30. The nightcap at six, winner of McNeese and A&M Corpus Christi against number one Nichols. If the privateers aren't going to win it, Emmanuel Pepys, I'll put you on the spot. Who who do you think is the team that you would uh, you would tab as in really good shape here and built right for this double elimination sprint, if you will, of a postseason for that coveted bid? I, I will say this: I, I honestly think, and I know we've talked about Nichols and everything that they've done, but it's interesting because when you look at the potential of, and I don't know who the starters are going to be, if it is indeed McNeese who gets out of the play-in, uh, but you look at maybe it's going to be a Ty Abraham for McNeese, and I don't think that Mayers is going to be ready on, you know, going to Thursday. Maybe he is a day short of rest. Uh, he didn't throw a lot last week, so it, it, it may be him, but if it isn't and it winds up being somebody else, maybe McNeese actually has the upper hand from a pitching aspect. It's going to be interesting to see uh, who winds up getting the ball for uh, for both teams uh, tomorrow? Because uh, certainly we've seen what Ty Abraham can do in multiple roles for McNeese. I, I'm going to say this though: if I'm put on the spot and if it's not the Privateers, then I really think it's it may be the team that we're playing tomorrow. Uh, Lamar is a team that you know has the options, uh, has the guys in the back end of that bullpen as well. Uh, this is going to be a very difficult test, and I, I think that. You know, they kind of endured some bumps and bruises along the way, but uh, they had a big sweep um, in their last weekend against HCU. They're playing better down the stretch, kind of like New Orleans is as well. And if it isn't the privateers, then I would look at these Lamar Cardinals as as a potential threat to win the conference. Now, he's Emmanuel Peppas, the voice of UNO Privateers Baseball. For a long time now, you hear him all the time here on 106.1, including this week in the conference tournament. Emmanuel, I mentioned that four Louisiana teams in the postseason out of the five in the Southland Conference. I can't let you go without asking you about the one that isn't. Southeastern Louisiana, last year's tournament champions, and the... Eyebrow-raising move, you'd have to say, after 10 years as head coach Matt Reiser being let go there. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it, 
I don't want to speculate anything, but it is kind of odd when you talk about, you know, everything that Matt Reiser did. Uh, he got an extension last year after taking, you know, Southeastern to a regional for the fourth time in 10 years. And I, I think it was a very odd timing of the move to make, especially after, you know, it was one really down year after you went to the postseason last year. So I don't know if there's anything else in play, uh, certainly if anything happened internally, but it, it, it was just very odd. And, and, and you got to think that Matt Reiser is going to get another look at, you know, any, any you know, at certainly similar levels of, uh, of Division One of, as far as programs that are kind of looking for a head coach. Uh, you got to think that he's going to get a look with his track record. He, he built a style. It was a very unapologetic style, and they, and they played so well to that style year in and year out. The one difference I saw on the field with this Southeastern team, well, two differences. Uh, one, of course, Brendan Stubridge did not look the same off of his injury after being freshman of the year a couple of years ago. Uh, and that was a big anchor they expected to be in their rotation that just simply wasn't there for most of the season. And I think the other thing too is they didn't have that prolific bat in the middle of the order. When you had a uh, when you had a Preston Faulkner, everything just kind of seemed to fall in line around him. They didn't have that this year, and uh, I think that's what kind of really uh, made their offense. Even though they st- they still stole a lot of bases, they still did the things that you expect Southeastern to do. Uh, they they didn't have the same punch, the same effectiveness offensively because they just didn't get on base uh, as consistently without that threat in the middle of the order like they have had consistently over the years. You know, man, you're mentioning Faulkner, who was an all-conference slugger, who was a first baseman, who was... The Jack Clark, if folks remember, say the 1980 St. Louis Cardinals, it was more of a small ball error. I mean, he was the Jack Clark to their lineup that was built on speed and small ball and crowding the plate and getting hit by pitches, hit and run, moving runners over, sacrifice bunts, etc. But when you don't have that in an era where it seems like the ball is carrying more and more each year, there's a lot more offense in the game. It seems like that there was a significant faction of folks up there in Hammond that were a little upset that Southeastern was perhaps limiting its upside. Now, they may find out with a new coach that that is or is not the case or get some evidence one way or the other, but it is risky to let a guy go with his track record riser with 32 wins a year on average. Uh, without a doubt, I mean, at a mid-major in a conference that's this tightly bunched and competitive, uh, that is a gamble. And you got to think, too, uh, in this day and age with the transfer portal and it being uh, a lot more uh, dominant and a lot more players uh, easily going into the portal that whoever winds up taking that job uh, may have a little bit more of a rebuild because who knows how much of that roster that you're going to be able to keep whenever they do make that decision you know how uh, where is that timeline where you know when do they make that decision there's a lot of pieces that are going to wind up falling in place and and that's kind of uh, that may kind of determine how difficult it is for the next head coach uh, whoever it is that that takes that job uh, to, to be able to, to really kind of rebuild this thing a little bit more quickly with the age of the transfer portal now. Emmanuel Peppis, my friend, bring home a conference championship for the privateers this week. And folks, three hours down the road, I know it's not an easy drive, but if you're a privateer fan or want to see some good, exciting baseball, the Southland's going to provide that at McNeese this week. But if you don't, listen to my friend right here on 106.1 FM. Best of luck and have great calls this week, Manny. I appreciate it very much, and go privateers. Thank you. No doubt about it, my friend. 
504-260-1061 is the number. Uh, and Conference Championship Week can be so wild and wacky, particularly some of these games that start today coming off these final regular season series that end on a Saturday. You get weird starts like what they were, I believe, 18 hits in the first two innings between Tulane and Houston as the Green Wave trying to salvage their season in the conference tournament in Clearwater, Florida. And it's a eight-team double elimination bracket. The Wave up eight to seven. They put up an eight spot in the second. They're only in the fourth inning. Uh, Tulane loses two games there, as you would expect, based on their seeding and season. It would be a 40-loss season. So uh, at least you can say they're not playing with a great deal of pressure as the seventh seed playing number two, Houston, and whoever else they face along the way. We'll talk a little bit more about other conference tournament matchups coming up, a decision for LSU and who they're going to start in their first game tomorrow morning in the SEC tourney in Hoover. And, of course, we'll look at what's going on with the Saints because OTA started, and we've got some interesting news and information from what went on on Saints Drive this afternoon. I'm Jude Young, and this is All Access on 106.1 FM. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 106.1 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 106.1 Nash Icon. Country for life. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. When you get nachos, tacos, empanadas, spicy queso with jalapenos, Pepto-Bismol's there. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, effective relief from nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and diarrhea. All the things that can happen unexpectedly on vacation. So before you travel, pack the Pepto. Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Get your vehicle ready for spring during Clean Car Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pro X1 exterior cleaning and detailing products provide professional results and show quality shine for your vehicle. Right now, pick up Pro X1 Snow Foam Car Wash 2 for just $15. See store for details. Pro X1 exclusively at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Progressive presents Precious Moments. Hey, Jess, want to come for a ride on my motorcycle? You know, we can talk about our feelings and explore our emotional compatibility. I thought you'd never ask... 
The exchange you just heard didn't actually happen, but it could. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive and you could use the savings to make sure the motorcycle is always ready for your dream girl. So keep the dream alive and the savings coming with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. By texting 64000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Babbel. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Terms apply. Available at babbel.com slash TNC. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Babbel, language for life. And now try Babbel for free by texting radio to 64000. Text RADIO to 64000. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. This is Pretection. Yep, Pretection. The everyday skin protection ritual that protects your skin from mosquitoes. Prevention is the best protection. Off the number one dermatologist recommended repellent brand, SC Johnson. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. In the Western Conference NBA Final, Denver finished off the Lakers 113-111 to sweep the four-game series. Tonight, the Heat try to win the Eastern Conference at home with the three games tonight lead against the Celtics. The Pelicans announced their preseason schedule. They'll play one home game at Smoothie King Center October 10th against Orlando. They'll play Houston at Birmingham October 12th. The final two games are road games in Atlanta and Orlando. Yorano lends a significant player in South Georgia State College transfer Carlos Hart, a 6'6 guard who averaged 20.3 points, 8 boards, and 3.8 assists a game last season. He has two years of eligibility left. Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens of LSU named SEC hitter and pitcher of the year. Also, Tommy White, a first-team All-SEC player, Jared Jones, freshman All-SEC honors. Cruz, Skeens, and White named in the Golden Spikes Award semifinalist. Tristan Moore of UNO named the Southland Conference Hitter of the Year. Tulane playing Houston today in the American Athletic Conference Tournament at Clearwater, Florida. The NFL can flex Thursday night games coming up. There should the owners voted on that yesterday. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love your take by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. I should have mentioned when I wrapped up with Emmanuel Peppas, voice of Privateers Baseball in the last segment, that we do know what times UNO could play on Thursday after they start their double elimination play in the Southland Conference Tournament tomorrow at 2.30 against Lamar. If the Privateers win, it'll be a 6 o'clock Thursday night game for UNO against the winner of UIW and Northwestern State. 
If the privateers lose, they'll be back at 2.30 once again in a loser's bracket game against the loser of Nichols versus the winner of tonight's play-in game for the tournament, which McNeese leads on their home field against Texas A&M Corpus Christi 2 to nothing. You got all that? It's like an old-school uh, NCAA regional back when the uh, tournament was 48 teams, eight six-team regionals. It's a six-team double elimination bracket that can get a little weird uh, if the teams expected the, the five and six teams this don't lose. It can get a little bit more uh, funky as it goes along. Uh, interesting that they chose that with nine baseball-playing schools. Why not just have all nine and have a play-in game for eight-nine if you want to have everybody involved and if that would have happened well matt riser would still be coaching right now so uh different a little different the sec's pretty much had theirs nailed down and i don't know what changes they might make to the tournament once they add texas and oklahoma to the mix but they allow the top 12 teams uh, to make the postseason and five through 12 play today every tuesday of championship week in single elimination play and it was a nine to nothing victory for south carolina over georgia and that's who lsu will play tomorrow morning for their first sec tournament game in the full double elimination bracket there'll be eight teams left at that point and uh, we talked a little bit about it last night and i've mentioned the past couple weeks that i thought thatcher heard was very important to lsu's hopes moving forward and I'm not surprised that he's gotten the ball first when we see the Tigers play tomorrow morning in Alabama. He will start the UCLA transfer, who, of course, pitched five great innings out of the bullpen despite giving up the lead and blowing the save in the ninth at Georgia in that series opener. Wound up pitching brilliantly after that, kept his cool as poise, was able to throw strikes. And they were able to stretch him out five innings, 71 pitches he's shown the ability to close out games but he was brought in to be a starter and you want to get the most good innings you can get out of your arms available and we know that Paul Skeens pitcher of the year in the SEC best pitcher in the country let's be honest is your number one and Ty Floyd is clearly the number two starter for Jay Johnson's team but it's not surprising that they're going to try I would think tomorrow giving him the start to stretch him out even more See if he can pitch effectively and build more confidence and be ready to be a starter. I think that would be the preference next weekend in the NCAA regionals and beyond. So they can have three true starters. And you can find three guys when they clearly have two now with Skeens and Floyd that the Tigers can get at least five innings out of. That helps mitigate the concerns of an unreliable bullpen where there are other options out of the relievers that can close instead of Hurd, but they've had troubles with the number three starter simply getting anywhere near five innings into the game without imploding one way or the other. If Hurd can be the guy they thought they were getting from the Bruins, who again was shut down in his first college season last year because of a stress reaction issue in his lower back, it, he had to shut down into the offseason as well and find different ways to relieve pressure on the issue long term which affected his delivery 
his release points, and maybe he's just finding that now at just the right time for an LSU team that clearly offensively is capable of making a deep run. They're going to be a national seed no matter what happens to them in Hoover this week. And if you're wondering if there's any one thing LSU other than coming out of it healthy that the Tigers need to get out of playing in Hoover this week is probably Thatcher Hurd having success as a starter tomorrow morning. So bright and early. Also at the t- same time in Conference USA's tournament over in Houston, Louisiana Tech as a sixth seed will be playing at 9 a.m. to start that double elimination tournament. The Raging Cajuns in the Sun Belt will start tomorrow evening in the four versus five seed matchup against Texas State. And by the way, another update on Tulane. Uh, Teo Banks able to drive home a run to add to their lead. Now 9-7 to seven Green Wave through four innings. So that's that deal of having to play on the Tuesday. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a stressful situation, I think, for pitching. Uh, you know, your midweek situation when it's so important to get off to a good start in the postseason. And Houston, a very good team. Uh, maybe they don't need the tournament, though, based on the arms that they're going to use in this game, giving Tulane a chance. They don't need the tournament, the Cougars. They're going to the NCAAs from everything I've seen, but Tulane does. So can the Green Wave take advantage and advance to the winner's bracket? Long way to go in that contest. 504-260-1061 is the number. Your thoughts welcome on the postseason in baseball, fun week to watch here, and then you get into next weekend in the NCAAs, and uh, hopefully we'll have a few Louisiana teams in the conversation. A lot of that to be determined in the next few days. Starting today, the Saints got to work with OTAs, so get a look at some of the younger players with veterans coming in, working together for the first time. We'll get into some storylines of what was seen over on airline when we return to all access here on 106.1 FM. Kickstart summer savings now at the Home Depot. Get the yard in top shape for another season of doing with a Ryobi walk-behind mower for $349 only at the Home Depot. Featuring 40-volt battery compatibility for gas-like power to get the whole lawn looking fresh in just one charge. Plus, the three-in-one mowing function provides mulching, bagging, and side discharge capabilities right out of the box. Make your summer yard shine. Shop Ryobi walk-behind mowers for just $349 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Staples has everything your business needs all in one place. Shipping supplies and services so you can fill orders from all over in one stop. Plus professional print and marketing services at your fingertips. And now during Staples Small Business Deal Days, when rewards members spend $100 or more, they get $20 back in rewards plus another $10 back with the Staples Connect app. And you'll find new deals in store every week on tech, chairs, and shipping supplies. Get everything for your business for less at Staples. Rewards offer ends 527. Limit one, redeemable in-store only. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cashback match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. When you get nachos, tacos, empanadas, spicy queso with jalapenos, Pepto-Bismol's there. 
Pepto-Bismol provides fast, effective relief from nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and diarrhea. All the things that can happen unexpectedly on vacation. So before you travel, pack the Pepto. Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Hey, it's Chase Adams. Come join me and 1061 Nash Icon as we broadcast live this Friday from noon to 2 at the C Spire Store, 230 Frontage Road, just off I-59 in Picayune, Mississippi. It's graduation season, so great deals are in store. Come see us at C Spire with 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Kick off your Memorial Day weekend this Thursday evening in Spanish Plaza at Food Fight. Enjoy food and drinks plus music from James Andrews and Burlesque. And on Saturday, head uptown to Port Orleans Brewing Company for their sixth anniversary party with new beers, live music, great food, and much more. Join Ginty from Alt 923 and Where Yat at? at the Floridora Gin Mix-Off Finals Party on June 12th at the Virgin Hotel with no cover charge and complimentary food and drink samples. Visit whereyat.com for more info. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just to focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. All the Saints were in the sun, or most of them. For OTAs today and Derek Carr looking good. First time you get a look at him and some social media coverage and news coverage uh, as the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. And in the drills where completed passes mattered, he was perfect. And I tell you one thing, Saints fans might be able to say my quarterback can beat up your quarterback. Because seeing Carr, he definitely is getting the job done in the gym. He's in great shape. He looks yoked, as they say. And I think uh, you've got a guy with a lot to prove. Yeah, big new nice contract. But after all those years with the Raiders, people doubting that he can be a winner. You get that motivated guy in a situation here in New Orleans where whatever the best that you think Derek Carr has in him, I think you're going to get it out of him coming up this season and the Saints are certainly hoping so overall 79 of 89 players uh, on the roster right now at the voluntary OTA today which is pretty good notable names not there we know Michael Thomas they're taking their time with him Taysen Hill you know wear and tear for him he doesn't need to be out there Demario Davis same deal Alvin Kamara uh, I mean obviously there Andrews Pete don't say it but yes, Andrus Pete. As a matter of fact, three of your starting offensive linemen last year, including your two tackles, Ryan Ramchick and James Hurst, not out there. JT Gray, you know his value as a special teamer. Marshawn Lattimore and one rookie, one rookie draft pick, Nick Saldaveri, who apparently, according to Jeff Nowak, 
this tweet saying he's dealing with a minor calf injury. So not a big deal. Uh, not a big deal for an offensive lineman where you're still doing the stuff in the shorts in particular. But overall, the story of the day was Foster Morrow. He's out on the field. He's participating in drills. He looks 100% ready to roll. Apparently he's been working behind the scenes at Saints facilities for over a week. And considering just two months ago we heard about the Hodgkin's lymphoma diagnosis, now he's signed, sealed, delivered, and on the field. He's ready to be one of your two top tight ends. As a matter of fact, less east of CrescentCitySports.com with a nice feature on Morrow and participating today that will be available in just a little while again on crescentcitysports.com but yes Derek Carr look good I mean it's in shorts right he's a veteran of course he should look good and the Saints are underway and that participation number really encouraging when you think about you know a team that has a lot to prove right now. It's an important season, year number two under Dennis Allen. Can he be a winning head coach in the league? You know the division in the NFC South is very much up for grabs. You've got the new veteran quarterback. He's got a lot to prove. And uh, it seems like the team's in good shape to be able to make it happen. But we know what it's going to come down to. I mean, it's going to come down to injuries. I think they have the personnel. I don't know necessarily where they want to add, but I do know that when Nick Underhill tweets something a couple of times, mentions something a couple of times with his connections within the organization, he breaks a lot of news for a reason. Uh, he of New Orleans.Football. Pretty good chance that there could be a move made at the wide receiver position and considering, hey, Foster Morrow played with Carr, with the Raiders, that stands out. There's some chemistry there. And Hunter Renfro may be on the trade block, particularly after June 1st, you know, that important date as far as managing the salary cap, and he's a superb slot receiver. Keep an eye out on that one. And that would just add to a receiver room that's looking a whole lot better. A.T. Perry apparently looked uh, noticeably good. It's good that a guy's not dropping passes and he's making plays in OTAs at that position. You certainly want that. But he's your six-round pick who I think value-wise has a great chance to prove a lot more valuable than that. But you grab somebody who's a great security blanket for Carr. So that's another area where at receiver... If you don't have to worry about the absence of Michael Thomas and you have quality and depth there, it can't hurt you in a league where you've got to be able to throw the football. You've got to be able to score points. And in this particular case, you bring in a free agent quarterback, a big-ticket quarterback like Carr. You really need to do with the pressure on him and on Allen, as mentioned, everything possible to give that quarterback the chance to be highly successful, not just be good, but you want him to show that he has the chance to be great here. And you add somebody like Renfro and hope he stays healthy, just a reliable receiver in short and intermediate routes. One of those guys who just know, hey, it's third and six. He knows how to get open and get you an eight-yard catch and a first down. It's about moving the change in the league before you even think about scoring. And that's the type of guy that makes it easier, and we know that he and Carve 
worked very well together. Of course, we know James Washington. If he's got something left in the tank, he's speedy. Another guy who may profile uh, in different ways offensively because he could be somebody who could be successful in the slot, but still has the speed to stretch the field on top of that. So he'll have his chance to compete. I like the development of the Saints receiver room the past couple of years. And obviously, Chris Olave is a really good NFL receiver who could be great. And Rashid Shahid, somebody that you didn't have to draft at all, is somebody who is at the very least a legitimate big play threat at the wide receiver position. He looked like a full-time guy by the end of his rookie year. Now he'll compete. He'll have to keep getting better to get those snaps, and that's good for the Saints trying to make their offense a little bit better than pedestrian, hopefully a lot better, like it was for most of last season. Again, OTAs going on, minicamp, which is mandatory, coming up middle of next month before the NFL takes its time off leading into late July once training camps begin. 504-260-1061 is the number. Two straight nights being with you, but if you missed anything from last night's show, which was a deeper dive into conference tournament week for college baseball, and, of course, great interview with Emmanuel Pepys, the voice of UNO baseball, as they head into the Southland tournament tomorrow, go to crescentcitysports.com under more on the menu. We've got CCS podcast through Spotify. So every show that we do, all access, obviously the tailgaters every Saturday, and even some select games that we've done on the high school level, like the Rummel semifinal and the Rummel Jesuit final in the state baseball tournament. They're available in their entirety over on CrescentCitySports.com through Spotify. Also important news when we talk about the baseball postseason, Delgado on their way to the Junior College World Series. And today we found out that they are the number seven seed as they head over to Grand Junction, Colorado. They'll take on Weatherford of Texas in a morning game, game one of the tournament coming up this weekend on Saturday, a 10-team double elimination field. Um, that's a complicated-looking bracket, and it's available with Lenny Van Gelder's story on the seeding for Delgado as they try to win the school's first-ever JUCO National Championship. Joe Sherman said he had a title-winning caliber team this year, and they are back in the JUCO World Series playing with an awful lot of confidence. Again, 504-260-1061. One more segment to go of the program when we return right here on All Access on 106.1 FM. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. 
Inflation has pushed up the cost of just about everything, which means if you bought life insurance a few years ago, it might not be enough to protect your family today. Call SelectQuote now, and we'll help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. We found John a $500,000 policy for only $14 a month. In a hurry? Don't worry. Call Select Quote now and get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same-day coverage with no medical exam. That's right. You can get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same-day coverage with no medical exam in under an hour. Call Select Quote at 1-800-460-9090. That's 1-800-460-9090. Or go to SelectQuote.com now and get up to $2 million in instant affordable same-day coverage with no medical exam. That's 1-800-460-9090. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Get your vehicle ready for spring during Clean Car Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pro X1 exterior cleaning and detailing products provide professional results and show quality shine for your vehicle. Right now, pick up Pro X1 Snow Foam Car Wash 2 for just $15. See store for details. Pro X1 exclusively at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Inflation has pushed up the cost of just about everything, which means if you bought life insurance a few years ago, it might not be enough to protect your family today. Call Select Quote now and we'll help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. We found John a $500,000 policy for only $14 a month. In a hurry? Don't worry. Call Select Quote now and get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same day coverage with no medical exam. That's right. You can get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same day coverage with no medical exam in under an hour. Call Select Quote at 1 800 460 9090. That's 1 800 460 9090. Or go to SelectQuote.com now and get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same-day coverage with no medical exam. That's 1-800-460-9090. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Travis Tritt is coming live. Get ready for the Cajun Country Jams Memorial Day Weekend Festival. May 27th and 28th at North Park in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And it's a great day to be alive. Plus, I need a little you. Scotty McCreary with hit after hit. Are you coming? Damn straight. Also on the same stage. Mitchell Tenpenny. At the end of a bar. One more. How about Shenandoah? You'll also see Randy Travis, Tyler Braden, and a whole lot more. Two days, one huge party. The Cajun Country Jams Memorial Day Weekend Festival, May 27th and 28th at North Park in Denham Springs. Get tickets now at thecajuncountryjam.com. That's thecajuncountryjam.com. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Les bon temps roulés. I know the Saints would like to let the good times roll. 
this upcoming NFL season, and uh, this is what you call a segue, folks. The Saints hope the good times and the good cash is able to roll because of something the NFL calls its Global Markets Program, and it's further exciting. I hadn't heard of it until today, I'll be honest with you. And if you had, you're lying. <laughs> but the NFL apparently says it's expanding it, and the Saints have gained approval from the league's international committee to be a participant and have international marketing rights in France. The first team to be awarded France as the NFL tries to expand its global brand. Uh, Obvious fit. I mean, Louisiana, Louis Anna, King and Queen, French Quarter, French influence. I get it. I I assume that this will be able to allow the Saints to bring in a little bit more money personally as they try to work with the league and whatever business partners they have in France. As a matter of fact, Gail Benson saying that the New Orleans and France have enjoyed a unique cultural connection for centuries, and we're excited about working with the NFL and our partners in France to grow the game of American football. And, uh, I mean, it's a natural fit, right? I would think just the fact that the fleur-de-lis as a logo is something that if you're French and you don't know about the game of American football left, at least it's going to draw your attention and go, what is this American thing uh, with the Florida Lee? And New Orleans, the name, Orléans, right? The, the, the crossover should be very good there. So that can only help the Saints. And it's good that the league is uh, choosing the Saints. You know, sometimes we wonder how much the league office actually likes the Saints, right? A lot of times we wonder. But this is a pretty good opportunity for the team and something that uh, makes a lot of sense because we know eventually the NFL has its eyes on having teams in Europe. But France isn't necessarily high on the list. Clearly, England, London specifically is, and now it's taken long enough. But the league going back over to Germany to bring games there, that particular market during NFL Europe really supported American football Uh, but you go where the money is and clearly there's money to be tapped into in the market in France and we'll see if that bears any fruit as far as a new Saints fan base of course if you're skeptical you're saying yeah and then in a few decades from now they're going to try to steal our team (laughs) I mean (laughs) the, the, the thought always crosses my mind but hopefully there won't be a Roger Goodell to deal with until then and by the way Goodell sort of forcing his way if you uh followed the news this week that now Thursday night games can be uh flexed and the Saints are slated late in the season for one of the late season Thursday night games that are on the table for that when they play at uh the Rams in December so not a surprise since this is just a one-year deal that needs to be renewed moving on in the future that the Saints would agree to potentially be flexed out of a Thursday night game when they already have one scheduled this season. I can understand why the Saints voted for it. Let's put it that way. Because it's more likely to benefit the Saints because they already have two Thursday night games. They're not going to get flexed into a third one. And they can get flexed out of that one, hopefully because the Rams are so bad. Not that the Saints aren't living up to expectations late in the year, but a key point to it is that it has to happen 28 days before the game is scheduled. 
And I think overall, though, it's an absolutely terrible idea because it's one thing to flex games on a Sunday and just change the kickoff time. College does it all the time. NFL does it with their primetime package. But to do so and change the days of the week, for anybody traveling to go to the game, it's an absolute nightmare. You're hurting the fans. I think Mark Davis of the Raiders has been public about how it really cheats the fans, can cause financial difficulties for the fans, even 28 days out. It affects their schedule to be able to attend NFL games. And oh, by the way, players make their plans when they do have off time and longer weeks because of Thursday games that can be totally scuppered during the season when games are flexed out of Thursday night. We'll see how this goes long term. But the TV dollar wins, or in this case the streaming dollar, with Amazon more often than not, and particularly with the aforementioned Goodell in charge. Thanks to Rudy Dixon. Great work both nights here on All Access with yours truly. Ken will be back in the saddle tomorrow night for the Wednesday night edition. Manny Will Peppis will be in the saddle with Rudy working the board as the Privateers play Lamar tomorrow to open the Southland Conference Tournament. Pre-game at 2.15, first pitch at 2.30 from Lake Charles. Until next time, bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com, presented by CrescentCitySports.com the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best